Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life and helping you, as I like to say every week, you to walk in your purpose start out a new year a lot of people express the thoughts of wanting to get off to a great start this is a show that will help you do just that tonight's show we all have a story to tell the only problem is what story do we tell and how and why should we tell it to grow our business that's the main topic for tonight I have here with me this evening, Miss Kelly Jackson, multimedia content producer. She's going to come on to talk about her story, why you need to tell your great story, how to tell it, ways to get it heard, and how to get help telling your story. Some of us can't just get out there and do it on our own. We need a little assistance. And that was, that's what Miss Jackson is going to talk about tonight. So tonight I'm going to take a short break, and then I'm going to come back with the Cab Builder News. 10 small businessmen that you need to watch out for 2018. I'm going to go to break, come back, and then I'm going to interview my great guest about how to tell your story. Then I'm going to wrap up tonight's show with a Cat Builder Minute on signs of success that have nothing to do with money or fame. All this on the Cat Builder Network. I'll be back in a moment. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over. 
until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All right. Uh, all right, I'm coming back. All right, love my James, love my James. So I'm going to talk about now just uh, about 10 small business trends that you need to watch out for in 2018. It's here. It's time to revamp and rethink your strategies for small business. You got to get your goals straight. You got to set goals and even possibly exceed those goals and your expectations. But there could be some trends that you're going to need to look out for to make sure you're moving in the right direction. One trend in marketing customer service, you know, people have always been using influence marketing has been a very effective method of personalization for potential customers. You know, the athlete or the star, that person is standing up for your product. But now we're finding out in 2018 that micro-influencers with less than 100,000 followers sometimes can be more effective. They might actually be more effective for your small business because micro-influencers have a more attainable lifestyle than some of those superstars that a lot of the big companies are using. So you might consider using a micro-influencer to market your product. A lot of times they may be a lot less expensive as well. Okay. So think about that, marketing customer service. Technology, cybersecurity. You do not have a secure website you're going to be severely setting yourself up for a potential disaster. You know, Equifax has gotten hacked. If those companies are getting hacked, believe me, you can too. And I want you to understand that a lot of major companies, if they're going to be dealing with you electronically, websites not secure, they're not going to touch you. So think about technology, think about cybersecurity. Also, cashless payments are expected to grow 80% by 2020. So you don't have a way for people to pay you online or pay with a credit card. You better relook at how you're using your technology. Hiring. Outsourcing is key now. Okay? If you're not outsourcing, when you do these things every once in a while, you're wasting a whole lot of fun. So I want you to think about outsourcing. Company culture. A lot of people are allowing their employees to work remotely. I, I find that a lot of people I talk to get more done at home than they do at the office. So you might try give it. Give your employees every once in a while a few days of work at home see how productive they are. Some can do it. Not all can. All right? But make your business a place of work that people love to work at. Show them that you care. You can find this in more small business news. You can go to capbuildernews.com. And subscribe to the daily paper. And you'll get it daily in your mailbox. Articles. And if you're a, a, a thought or an influencer or you're a blogger, I can put you in this newspaper as well. So what I want you to do is stick with me. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, we're going to start out this great conversation about how, when, and why you can tell your story. Cat Miller Talks. Be right back.
are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm going to start this conversation off tonight. I'm going to set the stage for it before we bring Ms. Jackson in. The importance of storytelling in business. You know, what does storytelling have to do with your business? If it has everything to do with it. If you can't properly convey a story, then your products are not going to appeal to your audience. You have to be able to tell a story because our brains value stories over everything else. Okay? Stories can be incorporated into all forms of content, blogs, ebooks, white papers, even your About Us page to captivate your audience. The value of storytelling can also be transferred into other departments to grow your business. Once you learn how to tell a good story, your audience is always going to be wanting more. So in order to learn how to tell your stories, I have sounded like she's one of the greatest storytellers there is. Miss Kimberly Jackson, how are you doing this evening? <laughs> how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. So, yeah, applause. Uh, yeah, got applause, got everything for you. So I just talked a little bit about telling a story, but I want you to tell your story real quick, who you are, what you do, and then we'll talk about how you got in and what you're doing, and then we can talk about how to help people tell their story. So you, you have the floor. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to give you some more applause before you uh, get started. Here. There you go. <laughs> All right. I love it. Just boost me up. There you go. Uh, well, you know, when you ask the storyteller to tell a story, mm-hmm. I have a plethora of stories to tell. But since I want to focus on um, how I got to where I am as a storyteller, as a writer, okay. um, I'll begin with how serendipitous networking can be. And as you spoke a little earlier um, about knowing who you are, and what your purpose is and your passion is. So I was working at a major corporate media company back in the 80s, and I took a job as a receptionist just to get my foot in the door, which is kind of what a lot of people do, kind of what you had to do back then. You still right. kind of have to do it now. take a low-level job to get your foot in. Well, I was told after a year I would. I could look for a job within the company. I had a college degree. I was 
armed with a BA in English, so I was a writer. I had the skills. I had the job. So after a year, I started applying for jobs. We'll make a long story short. After 40 applications with this corporate behemoth, I was denied interview. I didn't get one interview. So I went to the head of the company and, well, the head of HR, rather, and they knew immediately what the deal was. It was obvious racism. There was another woman who had been hired around the same time I was hired. In six months, she was able to go from being a receptionist to a public relations um, wow. associate, which is the job I was looking for. So she did it in six months. I waited a year. I couldn't get another job. I ended up quitting because at that time I talked to some people and they were like, well, if you want a career in media, you know, you might get blackballed if you do this. And I was young. I was black. I was trying to get my foot in the door and I didn't want to make waves. So I said, I know I can write. Let me go out and figure this out. Uh, Somebody gave me a shot at a PR firm. And I wrote my first press release and did my first script writing for the Georgia Minority Supplier Development Council in Coca-Cola. And uh, the gentleman there gave me a shot, and that was great. And I wanted to do more work. Well, I, it was, I was planning an event for Munson Seed, who is now the proprietor, publisher, multimedia guru yeah, of right. Roll, rolling yeah. out. That's right. That's right. Rolling out. So before he launched Rolling Out, he had a jazz concert series. And so he asked me to plan an event. I think back then I was just a good party girl, and I would always have great parties and birthday parties. So he said, help me plan his jazz event. And I did. Well, as luck would have it, there were two men there who were producing a radio show. where They produced a lot of content. It was called American Media. And they were looking for a writer for a show idea they had called Girl Talk. Well, that's all they had was an idea for Girl Talk because they were in the business of telling stories. So they knew a demographic they needed to reach for their sponsor was the Coca-Cola. So I did. I auditioned with a 60-second vignette, and they had no direction of just tell us a story in 60 seconds. And I did. And they were impressed. And they said, well, can you do that again? I said, I think I can. And I did it again. I did it again. And 200 scripts later, um, the show Girl Talk aired in 54 radio markets, urban markets across the country. Monica Kaufman Pearson was the voice of the character that I wrote for Girl Talk. And Carol Blackman was the voice for the Atlanta market because Monica Kaufman couldn't uh, use her voice. Remember, she was mm-hmm. a right, major right. radio person, radio anchor, news anchor for WSD in Atlanta. So she used her voice across the country. Carol Blackman was able to do it in Atlanta because she was with the station that aired the show. Well, my producers, what, what I did was I told stories in 60 seconds, and they were inspirational, comedic, educational, just whatever. I just really talked about my life. And I'm going to come back to that when we talk about how to tell your business story. Okay. So my producers said, you know, you should write for a television. Well, back in the 80s and 90s, not many, there weren't 
many blacks in television. We even had we had the show. We had a different world, but there were white writers on those shows. Um, we were we weren't where we are now, where we have the Easter rays of the world, John Rhyme. And in, now, it's a glorious time now. It's a glorious time. More. Yeah. It's time to be a writer, to be a content yeah. producer. Uh, it, it, it's a good time. And now you don't need anybody to give you a job. Now you can just create your own job by telling your story today. You can you can just do that on your own in a blog, like you were talking about earlier, on your website. But we'll get back to that. So. I moved to L.A. Well, no, let me tell you one quick story. My father at the time was managing Luther Vandross. And Luther was coming to Atlanta for the Power of Love tour, and Sinbad was opening up the show. So my dad said, you should bring some of your scripts so I can show it to Luther and Sinbad. That's <laughs> funny. You've been, net, you've been like, networking okay. yourself to death. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, yeah. So I said, sure, and it was another networking opportunity, which which is, that's another story in itself about how sometimes the things you don't plan come out to be things that have, be very serendipitous for you. That's well, well, tell me, why you well, have to well, show up. Well, well, I guess the thing is about being prepared. Okay, meaning that, that yeah, you were prepared for these opportunities as they came to themselves. That's why I think, like we're going to talk about here, about being prepared to tell your story, you know, right, because you never, right. I mean, with all the, you know, you just were put into these different situations and you were presented with opportunities, but you had something to say. I mean, you were prepared for it. Yeah. So yeah, it seemed and, and like, I was prepared. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I was prepared for it because I was working towards something. Um, right. And as long as you're uh, always working towards something and maybe I listened to this in another episode uh, but just being organized I think you talked mm-hmm. about being organized and right. you may not be actually doing it let's say you do want to have a consulting business in supply chain management or mm-hmm. truck driving mm-hmm. on the fleet of trucks as long as you're working toward it you'll have something whether it's a business plan your mm-hmm. website, your you you've got to have something. You can't just daydream. And you know, like the Bible says, faith without works is dead. So you can dream it and wish it all you want, but you gotta work towards it. You gotta. Start but I guess the, I guess the big together. question is, you have to know how to talk about it as well. And I think that's what we talk about in your story. I mean, why is that so important? Like you're out here networking and stuff. Why is knowing how to tell your story is so, so important. Because it connects you with your your listener, your audience. Oh. And the key part, we, we can skip on ahead real quick, but the mm-hmm. key part of telling your story is sharing something that will connect or resonate with your audience, whether your audience is an actual live audience and you're a public speaker and you're make, or you're making a pitch or you just in an elevator and you meet somebody like I did that day at this Mm -hmm. jazz event and someone introduced us and they said, Oh, they said, well, what do you do? I said, I'm a writer. And they were like, well, we're looking for a writer. And I said, okay. And they said, we're doing a show 
would you audition for it? So, and I told you, again, I submitted it, and, you know, next thing I know, I was the sole writer, and then I was the head writer. The show grew, so they wanted to hire other writers, and they used all of my writing samples to be able to tell that story. But it began with me telling my story and that I'm a writer, and I've written for for Coca-Cola and the Georgia Minority Supplier Development Council. And I think back then I was also writing bios for people. So it was my education that prepared me to be a good writer, and then it was just going out in the marketplace and doing it and studying. I studied a lot on my own. I'm an autodidact, so I read a lot. I read books on... Uh, I've read editorial books and mm-hmm. screenwriting books. And uh, eventually I did move to L.A. And I wrote a few screenplays and I worked in the industry. And I ended up producing a documentary film for ABC uh, along with the production company who had a deal with ABC. And I had scripts that were stolen from me and jokes that were stolen from me. So that was a hard lesson to learn. But I took those skills and back to Atlanta. That's part of the business, though. I mean, that kind of goes with the territory. It definitely goes with the territory in L.A. And any comedian will tell you. Well, Atlanta's turning into the next L.A. (laughs) It's just going to start happening here, too. You know, with the film industry, when it is here. Yeah, the yeah. film industry is here if you have experience. We have a small right. disconnect in this place where right. they always there's enough, not enough experienced right. people, that, that, and that, so they do bring them here. So fortunately, right. the state of Georgia and city of Atlanta are trying to get people primed and trained to take some of these right. low-level yeah, inside right. jobs that we were talking about earlier. Once you get in, you're in. So it, tell me, so tell me this. Go play. Tell me this. Now, you are, you know, you're a writer, so you know how to tell your story. I think a lot of people that, you know, I have a business. I sell cupcakes. You know, um, I've never really told a story. I don't even think I have a good story. How do I come up with a story? I mean, what are the, you know, should I just get up there and tell I don't want to get up there and say I, you know, how I started the business. What, what should be in my story? Here's what, here's what most people do when they want to tell their story. They overthink it. So okay. my first suggestion is don't overthink it. You are really, you want to be your authentic self. And okay. you begin your story with what inspired you. How did you get started? Well, if you in the cupcake business and you're, you grew up with your grandmother and every Sunday morning you would go over and she okay. always made dinner and served cupcakes and she had the best recipe. And it's probably one of the best examples of brand storytelling that anyone can take a look at is watching Shark Tank, which is one of my favorite shows. And Shark Tank is so successful, not because they have people who are looking for a deal. It's because of their personal story and how they got to Shark Tank. You know what? You're absolutely correct. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what drives the show. That's exactly what The storytelling is what drives the show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Exactly what drives it. And then you get into the bidding back and forth. But if you pay attention, their story even plays into why someone would invest in their right. business. Right. And so that's key. Uh, I met with a friend of mine. I'm, 
I'm calling you from Los Angeles, California. How about that? Yeah, how about and that? So I appreciate I, that. <laughs> so I met with a friend of mine who is a, who's a former producer. We've done a, we did a show together that we pitched, tried to pick it up, get it picked mm-hmm. up. But she is now uh, a, she is now a founder and has a startup business. And she told me her story. Her business began with being a single mom, having to, um, you know, teenagers are always asking for money. But when you're mm-hmm. a single mom, I need you to do the dishes. I need you to clean out the garage. I need mm-hmm. you to clean your room. Or I need you to commit to washing dishes five days a week or something. So she created an app for teenagers to actually earn the money wow. for the wow. things that they want. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That and is awesome. So, right. So we sat down and and she's pitching in front of investors uh, this week. And she had to tell me her story and as if I didn't already know it. But, you know, when she was done, I'm like, that's brilliant. Because every parent can re- every parent who has a child or a teenager or a nephew or a niece, right. kids can always want the, best, yeah. the latest and greatest I see. And I can I get an iPhone? Can I go with yeah. my friends to the right, Disney right. world? Yeah, it, it, it's always something. And so this is the way it teaches discipline. It teaches wow. entrepreneurial skills. It teaches self-determination. And so that she has to tell her story in front of investors to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars. So that's why telling your brand story is so important. And why you're in the business in the first place is hugely important. That'll determine, you know, your longevity, the traction you get, the passion you have. Will you stick with it? You know, is this just some idea or is it mm-hmm. born out of passion and a need? And so, so tell me, tell me this. You said like you, this is a friend of yours that you sat down with. So if somebody thinks yeah. they have a story, how do you engage them? How do they engage you? What happens when they come to you for you to help them figure out what story they should be telling? Oh, well, that's, I would say that's easy, but it's not easy for the business yeah, person. It's easy for you. It's easy them. for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy for me because, right. you know, I'm also a ghostwriter. Well, I, I write right. for businesses. I write for people. And mm-hmm. I can write a book. And one thing I made a, a note of that I wanted to tell you, you should be able to tell, or tell the audience, you should be able to tell your story in a tweet, 140 characters, which are now actually wow. 208 characters. You should be able to tell your story in a blog post, in a one-pager, in a white paper, which could be 10 pages, or in a book. And if you notice, some films are even based on one particular action, or one day. So a mm-hmm. story can be told in many ways, but at, at the core of every story, you have a hero. And the hero is the business owner. You are the hero of your own story. And every hero <laughs> has a journey. So I like that. You are the Hold hero wait, wait, wait. Go journey. write that down. Every hero, you're the hero of your story. All right. You are the hero of your own story, and every hero has a journey. So really all you're talking about is your journey. That's how you sell your story. 
And so I sit down with people, and I just, I guess I just have this gift because I was a, I've been writing for so long, and I started, well, also when I moved to L.A., I got a job as a writing for music trade publications. So I interviewed and profiled some of the biggest musical artists of the day back in the late 80s, early 90s. So I was writing for magazines, and I was telling their story. And um, I even did an article on the Isley Brothers, and they said, this is the best interview we ever had. And a year later, when they went on their uh, mission, what was it, Mission to Love tour, Mm-hmm. They found me. They were like, we want Kelly Bass, um, Kelly Bass Jackson. They said, we want Kelly Bass to write our tour book because they liked the interview that I did with them, and I wrote their tour book for them, told their story, and they put it in they, it was all over the country when they did their tour. But So I'm kind of experienced with doing this. Yeah, well, so we I need to get you a little you bit of edge. We need to experience you helping people write their story. So, you know, yeah. I'm not going to keep you on so long. I know you're out there in L.A. So what I'd like to get from you is like two or three tips that people can do to tell their story. And then how can they reach you if they want help telling these stories? Okay, good. So I'm in the middle. I have My company's name was Jackson Wordsmith. Okay. I'm rebranding now, and that should be launching soon. But in the interim, I'm about to start up my blog, and my email address for the blog is atlinfluencer at gmail.com. So it's atlinfluencer at gmail.com. And I know you were talking about influences earlier. Right, right. So uh, uh, my blog is just that. I'm going to be talking to influencers because they're all over Atlanta. I'll be bringing in business people and giving them a platform to talk, to tell their story. Because that's wow. exactly what I'll be doing with this blog because when people know your story, they, you know, if it resonates, um, right. they'll buy into you. They'll buy into your right. brand. And we all have we all have information to share that will help each other. So I would say the three tips are, one, who are you? Who, you're a hero. What are you the hero of? And I put hero in quotes. Are you right. the best? You, yeah, are you the best? At this? this is literary language that I'm using. But So the hero is the CEO, okay? You're the CEO of what company? So you must be the best at this. Um, the second thing I would say is know your backstory. Know your backstory. The reason why you started your business. What propelled you? What brought you here? Just pretty much every nonprofit was born out of a need. Something happened and people wanted to fix it or help it or raise money. And that's how a lot of nonprofits got started, then I promise you, 100% of nonprofits probably started with the story of, oh, my mother had cancer and we couldn't find right. treatment, so now we have the My Mother's Cancer Fund, mm-hmm. you know, foundation. So, and the third thing I would say is make sure your branding reflects who you are and what your business is. 
And I get a lot of people, and this is what I help people with, to their brand identity. Because if your brand identity doesn't reflect who your story, your story or who you are, it is confusing. People should be able to look at your brand identity and know, okay, this is what they did. And, well, let me add one more. Because I said every hero, CEO, has their journey. And the journey is how you got to your business, what services you offer, and what you can do for your clients. You take them on a journey when you service your clients. So those are my I like quick that. tips. All right. I like that hero thing. I wrote that down. All right. <laughs> So you know we're gonna have to you know maybe get yeah we go yeah no, I'll give you credit I like that I, I give credit credit too you know we're gonna have to do a webinar yeah. with you on teaching people the step by step on how to tell their story but I know you're out there in Cali I want to thank you for taking that four o'clock call to, to come on the show I was very glad to do it I'm glad you right. invited me on I hope it, I hope right. it was helpful. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it's, it is. Can, yeah, and I'd it like is. people to go ahead and shoot me an email, and I can add them to my blog when I launch it, and maybe we can get some folks on the blog. To talk yeah, about when it. you launch, it's let me know because I'll be more than willing to send out a notice to my my, my network. All right. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So, so it's atlinfluencer at gmail dot com. All right. Thanks for coming All out. All right, Mark. All Thanks right. so much. Have a great right. night. Okay, what a great story how to tell your story i'm going to go right now i'm going to do my cat builder minute signs of success that have nothing to do with money or fame then i'm going to do a show wrap up you are listening to the cat builder minute podcast tips and information on starting and growing a small business eight signs of successful life that have nothing to do with money or fame i'm not going to give you eight i'm just going to give you a few of them this evening number one you quit trying to please. Success happens when you quit living your life to please everyone around you. Success happens when you quit listening to the noise of the world and focus on what's important to you. Success happens when you quit thinking reality is anything but what you want it to be. All right? Number two, you're polite. One of the most successful self-books of all time, How to Win Friends and Influence People, offers Simple pieces of advice. Smile, be polite, praise others for their good work, and don't argue with other people. It's astonishing how many people just don't have good manners, but you can. Number three, you have many moments when you lose yourself. You get so involved in what you're doing because you're so passionate about it, the hours just go by. Okay? That's so, so important. And the last one I'm going to leave you with tonight, if someone has thanked you for something you've done, has anyone ever gone out of their way to thank you for your work? That's success. No matter how bad you want success for yourself, you'll never get it until you find a way to provide value to other people. So that's my Cat Builder Minute for tonight. You heard a lot of great information. Martin talking about insurance, and we had talked about credit. We talked about ping pong. We talked about polit- politics. I'm going to go to break, and we come back, we're going to talk about how to market your business. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Hope you got something from that Cat Builder Minute. It was from an older show. I think you can tell that. But I wanted to run it back out there again. 
Great show tonight. You are the hero of your story. Every hero has a journey, and the journey is your story. I want to leave you with that tonight. I look forward to our next encounter next week, 7 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, the Cat Builder Talk radio show. If you'd like to advertise or be a guest, contact me. Go to catbuildertalk.com. Check out all the shows or send me a message about you wanting to come on the show. Thanks for all your support. And as I say, I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.